0: Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger, from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: A fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty hi Silver! The Lone Ranger!
2: Let's go, big fella. i still there. Oy!
1: Phil Muncie was the most prominent cafe owner in Hillvale, and also the town's most notorious gambler. But Muncie, unknown to all but his hard crusted followers, was also leader of an outlaw band.
0: Now give it to him! <laughs>
1: Muncie himself led the attack on the Overland stage. A robbery in which two persons were shot and a fortune in currency stolen. Muncie planned the bank robbery in Hillvale, but remained in the background while his masked followers looted the institution and once more escaped with a large sum of money.
3: I got the money. Come on, let's get out of here.
1: When he left the gang in robbing the express office, the bandana on his face slipped off as he and his men rode away. Away from the scene of the crime, Phil Muncie said, There were two
0: cowboys standing on the street when we made the getaway. They saw me. Who were they, boss? Ranch Carlo and Red Lawson. I know those two, boss. And they'll tell the sheriff if they're sure it was you. I know it. We'll have to take care of them. You want me to do the job? No, I'll handle this myself. in there, easy. Get up. Come on. Get up there. <laughs>
1: Muncy sought out Rance Carlo and Red Lawson. Lawson told him...
2: Yeah, we saw you, Muncy. As soon as the sheriff gets back
4: to town, we're going to swear we did. We already told a deputy... And you're
0: never going to tell another soul.
1: (laughs) The bodies of Rance Carlo and Red Lawson were found. But there were no other witnesses against Muncy. And the word of one deputy went for naught in court. Phil Muncy was arrested but freed shortly after... From then on, he continued his career, gambling and cheating those who foolishly played in his games. One of these was Glenn Hopkins. When railroad guard Glenn Hopkins lost his last chip at the gambling tables in Phil Muncy's cafe, Muncy invited him to a corner table.
0: Sit down, Glenn. Pour yourself a drink. I need a lot of drinks. Take him. Lost again, huh? Yeah. Heyday another month away. Glenn, you need more money than you're getting on your job. I have a plan for you to get a lot more. What is it? Take another drink and listen.
1: Two days later, Phil Muncy sat in a mountain hideout with two outlaws, Joe Fanden and Oscar McVeigh. He told of his talk with Glenn Hopkins, but omitted the railroad guard's name. He ended...
0: And because I promised him a slice of the loot, this army's going to set up everything for us. The job's lined up for tonight. Phil, Oscar and I have never held up a train before.
4: Sounds too tough for a couple of us to handle alone.
0: (laughs) Believe me, Joe, this will be the easiest job you ever worked on. Mm.
4: Phil, let's get this straight. You say the hombre who set this job will be one of the guards in the baggage coach we're going to
0: rob? Yeah, he and another guard ride right inside the car. And the door will be locked from the inside? Yeah, but they'll unlock it when you pound on the outside of the car door like, like this. One, two. One, two, three. When we do that, they'll open the door for us. Hmm? Right. Only the train conductor is supposed to know the signal. When the guards hear it, they always open the door. Uh-huh. When that happens, we hop into the
3: car and knock the guards out. Get
0: the cash, then run to your horses and ride back here with the money. Now, Phil, you said you want us to knock both guards out. You mean your pal, too? Certainly. If you didn't, authorities might get suspicious of him. Which one will he be? Describe him. We'll take it easy with him. Never mind which one he is. That's our business. His and mine. You two just be waiting in the bushes when the train reaches the top of Backbreak Hill. Backbreak Hill? (laughs) <laughs> That's some name. When you see how steep it is, you'll understand why they call it that. When men first moved out here, they almost broke their own and their horses' backs, lugging their belongings over it. What time will the train reach the top of the hill? About five in the morning. It leaves the junction 12 miles to the east at 4.30. Does any other train pass before then? No, so don't worry. When the train starts uphill, the grade is so steep it'll be moving at a snail's pace. Good means the engineer's sure to see the logs on the track when he reaches the top. Oh, sure. He and the fireman will have to leave the cab to remove the logs. While they're doing that, you two can run to the rear of the train and enter the baggage car. Yeah.
4: Oscar, let's start cutting the logs now. All right. We can lug them up to the top of the hill and leave them there till we need them. Some load of logs we have, Oscar. Yeah. You want to lay them across the tracks now? No. There's always a chance somebody might just happen to be up here and see them. We'll leave them here in the bushes until we return tonight.
1: A few hours after midnight, Joe Fanden and Oscar McVeigh brought their horses to a stop... In the thick underbrush that ran alongside the railroad track on the top of Backbreak Hill, they dismounted and piled the previously cut logs on the rails. Then waited until. Oscar, that's it. It's coming.
4: Let's move up closer to the tracks so and we'll be all set. Right.
1: The train moved slowly to the summit of Backbreak Hill. Then the engineer saw the logs across the track
4: uh, what the?
1: and applied the brakes. At that moment, Joe Fanden and Osco McVeigh burst from the underbrush with their faces covered and guns in their hands. They kept out of sight of the engineer and fireman and ran to the baggage coach at the rear of the train. Inside the coach, the two guards, Crooked Glenn Hopkins and a man named Jim Richmond, heard pounding on the door from outside.
3: Glenn, listen. Yeah, it's a conductor's signal, Jim. I wonder what he wants. I'd better see. Hold your gun ready. I'll open the door. Sure.
0: Go ahead, Jim.
3: Just a second. I'm opening it.
1: As Jim Richmond opened the door, the crooks Joe and Osco vaulted into the car. Joe grabbed Jim's gun hand before it could reach the holster. Glenn Hopkins, pretending to defend the strong box, fired his gun, but the bullets were aimed far above the bandits' heads. As Osco moved toward Glenn, Joe raised his free arm and crashed his gun downward on the head of Jim Richmond.
3: No! Now look here, you. Shut up! Uh,
4: two bumps, two knockouts. Here's a strong box over there. See it? Mark Bank of Kansas. Yeah. Way. Come on, jump.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, give me a hand with the box. There you are. Hit. Hey, look. The engineer sees it. They're shooting. Let's get moving. Here. Here's the box. Right. Easy. Get it. Come on. Get up there. Come on.
1: The Lone Ranger and Tonto had camped in the nearby hills and heard the sounds of the train climbing Backbreak Hill. The sound of the shots sent them into action at once. They mounted their horses and rode in the direction from which the shots had come. Get them up, scout! Stop here
2: behind these bushes, wolf over
3: here. He must have it. See. Three men stand near a train. Uh, the engineer, fireman, conductor. Logged on uh, the track in front of the train. Let uh, me just see him. Toto, there must have been a holdup. Okay, uh, Masabi. I can't risk approaching that train wearing this mask. No. Then shoot before they find out who you are. Go there, Toto. Learn what you can. Uh-huh. Hurry. The crew's breaking up. The engineer's ready to go to the locomotive. Uh, get him up, Scout.
1: Toto, in a country where friendly Indians prevailed, was received by the train men without suspicion. He was able to learn the details of the robbery from the conductor and the two guards, now revived. When he returned to where the Lone Ranger waited, the sun was above the horizon, and the train was starting.
4: Oh, Scott, oh, He must hurry. Hold up men, rob baggage car, steal bank money, then get away. Nobody have horses to follow him. Trainmen go to next stop, Hillvale. Tell Sheriff there.
3: Let's get back to where the holdup took place. Perhaps the crooks left the trail.
4: Then leave trail, Kimasabi. Me see it. It's heap easy to
3: follow. Well, we'll follow it. They'll not have too great a start on us.
4: Oh, there, oh, there. Oh, oh. Is it... A-
3: here, take this. Got it.
1: Uh, the two hold-up men, Joe Fandon and Oscar McVeigh, reached the hideout two hours later. They dismounted and entered the cabin, which stood on the top of a hill and was hidden by surrounding trees.
4: Well, Osco, it was as easy as Phil said it would be. Stand back. I'll take care of this slide. Sure. Now, let's see how much money's in this box. Joe, look at those bills. There must be over $10,000. There's twice that. Why, there's $5,000 in this one pile. And see, the paper on this pile says $2,500. Man, oh, man.
3: Joe, that's a lot of money.
4: We could go a long ways with that much, just you and me. You took the words right out of my mouth, Oscar. Here we are with all this cash, 15 miles from Hilldale, where Phil Muncy's waiting.
0: You'll be waiting till nighttime, too. Doesn't want the chance riding into town during the day. Sure, sure.
4: So by the time night comes, we can be miles and miles away from here. <laughs> Why should we split this with Muncie? Because hey, what? i
0: set up the job, you double-crossing rat. I don't don't go for those guns or I'll blast your both. I'm not reaching. Neither am I, Phil. You, you were in that other room? You know I was. I came up here after I closed the cafe. I got to thinking about you two. I figured you might try to cut me out once you were alone and had your hands on the money.
4: Well, Phil, uh, that stuff you heard us saying was just a joke. We were fooling, weren't we, Oscar? Sure, we were just Josh and Phil. We knew you were in the room. We decided... Wait, wait,
0: what's that? Why are those horses acting up out there? I don't know, Phil. Maybe they just saw your horse My and... horse is tied up a hundred yards from here. Well, then they see something. Get out there, both of you. Find out what's making them act up. Go on. All right, Phil, we'll go. And don't draw your guns till you're outside. You're not going to use them on me.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. Phil Muncie, his gun held on the backs of Joe and Osco, withdrew into the cabin and closed the door, as the crooks walked cautiously to where their horses whinnied nervously. What's the matter with them? Must be somebody around somewhere. Osco, look.
4: Down at the bottom of the hill tied to those trees. Horses. Yeah, I see them. Joe, there's two of them. Yeah. I don't see anybody near them. Well, they must be around somewhere. Let's go. Work your way down the side of the hill, hiding behind those trees as you go. What are you going to do? I'll go down the other side. Hey, Joe.
3: Someone's moving in those bushes over there. Don't stand there. Shoot! There's someone behind you. Hey, what the? Don't shoot your cover. No! No, oh, my arm! i am hit I told you not to shoot. Yeah. No. Don't no try to run. And me behind you. I'm an injured. We came up separately on both sides of the hill. Hey, what's the idea of shooting us? What do you want? You. the money you took from the train. Oh, so that's
4: it, huh? Are you in with a railroad guy who set up the job? Costco, shut up. Oh, You're out, out of the way. Let me. Get guns from ground. He got guns. Kimma,
3: Good. All right, you yeah. two. Turn around and get back to the cabin. Have me go ahead. Open door. Hey, Joe, what happened to Phil? You should be helping us with these hombres. They'll jump him when we get inside. Keep quiet. Go inside. All, All right. right. Now, stand still. Where's the money box? Uh, it's gone. Yeah, and so's that coyote Phil Muncy. Joe, Phil's gone with the money. So there was someone else here, was there? See if there's anyone in that next room and be careful. Well, Kimisabi, me see. Joe, Phil Cross is good this time. You'll not find them in there, engine. Nobody in room, Kimasati. Bandage these two men, Tonto. While you're doing that, I'll ask some more questions. Like what? About this man, Phil Muncie. Where'd he take the money? To his cafe in Hillville, I guess. Where else? You keep quiet,
4: Osco. Let the engine fix your arm first. Yeah. You put arm on. on. <clears> the
3: <throat> Masked man.
4: Maybe we can do business. You're after the money, aren't you?
3: Who isn't? Sure. Now, look, we
4: all want it. Were you in on this deal with Phil and that railroad pal who planned the thing? Is that why you came up here? No. And what's your angle?
3: You try to figure it. Keep talking.
4: Uh, are you Phil's pal? No. Guess again. Are you a pal of the railroad hombre who set up the job? Board? Oh, sure. I asked him that before. Keep quiet, will you? See here, stranger. You don't have to tell me who you are. You have the gun and you have us. That does the talking for you. But you haven't got one thing, mister, the money.
3: Phil has the money. I heard you say that. Sure, and you want it.
4: So what about a deal? If we tell you where I think Phil has the money, will you get it and cut us in?
3: I'll get it.
4: Good. We'll show that rattler he can't run out on us. Now, mister... Phil has a safe behind a panel in the wall of his office. All you have to do to open the panel... And now that I've told you about everything... Are you going to cut Oscar and me in on the money when you get it from Phil?
3: No. I said I'd get it. I didn't say I'd cut you in. Well, what are you going to do? With us, I mean send you to jail. What? That bandage is good enough. Did he say jail? That's just what I said. Because I wear a mask, you figured me to be an outlaw. Well, I'm not. You mean you're on the side of the law? Yes. When your arm is bandaged, Joe, we'll find the sheriff and turn you two crooks over to him.
1: Lone Ranger and Tonto rode behind the two outlaws... and set out for the site of the holdup...
3: Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: A short distance from Backbreak Hill... they met Sheriff Gibson and his posse... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Outlaws!
2: Raise your hand!
1: The posse surrounded the four men... believing all to be outlaws... but the Lone Ranger and Tonto gave proof of their identity... and after relating the story of the capture turned Joe and Osco over to the lawman. After a few whispered words with the Lone Ranger, Sheriff Gibson spoke to the posse.
2: Guard these men. Want to have a few words alone with the masked man. Uh, mister, let's talk over here. Come oh, on, Get up there. Come on. Who? Oh, oh, Who? Oh. Oh, Who oh. oh, there? Oh. Well, Sheriff? Here, let me get the story you told straight in my mind. You say that Phil Muncy bossed these crooks and that he escaped with the money that was stolen from the train. That's right. Uh, It doesn't surprise me that Muncie's an out-and-out crook. Who is he? Muncie's a cafe owner and gambling man in Hillvale. Three times we've arrested him on suspicion of robbery and murder. Each time we've had to release him. Why? After two possible witnesses against him were murdered, others refused to talk. And, of course, Muncie remained mum except to laugh at us.
3: Who were the murdered witnesses?
2: Cowboys. Rance Carlo and Red Lawson. Uh, we'll have to guard Joe Randon and Osco McVeigh every minute. Or they may be murdered, too. You'll not have to worry about their testifying against Muncy. But what about the railroad man you mentioned? The one who set up the robbery? Who is he?
3: Joe Randon said Muncie never told him. I believe Randon was speaking the truth. Uh, perhaps
2: those two guards who were on the train have ideas. Their names are Hopkins and Richmond, and they're being kept at the doctor's office in Hillvale for another day or so. They were banged up around the head.
3: Sheriff, I have an idea. I might be able to make Muncie reveal the name of his accomplice. The railroad man? How? Those crooks, Joe Randon and Oscar McVeigh, thought I was an outlaw. Perhaps if I were to talk to Muncie before you do, he'd think the same thing. Maybe you have something there. Now let's hear your plan.
2: If I think it'll work, believe me, I'll go along with you.
3: Well, briefly it's this. Allow me to enter Hillvale before you and the bus.
1: That afternoon, Phil Muncie's cafe was quiet. Muncie, tense and on the alert since his return from the hideout heard a knock on the rear door of his office. He leaped from his chair and, gun in hand, hurried to the door.
3: Who's that out there? Phil, open the door. It's about Joe Osco. Let me in. What's that about? A mask, man. Close the door. There isn't much time. Close it. Stand where you are. You're covered. There. Now, what is this? Phil, the sheriff's on his way here to arrest you. What? Don't wave your gun like that. And Phil... Joe and Osco were shot. They were? Where'd that happen? At the hideout, when you left them there to fight it out alone. So it was the sheriff who was outside, huh? Wait a
0: minute, how do you know what happened?
3: I was with Joe and Osco at the end. Oh, they're dead, huh? Good, they can't talk. But your other pal's not dead, Phil. The sheriff knows about the railroad hombre telling you about the money on the train. You're sure? Yes, I heard the sheriff talking. He expects to use the railroad man's testimony to jail you. I don't know who you are or how you know these things you've been saying. Who I am doesn't matter now. What I've told you is the truth, though. You said the sheriff's on his way to town. You mean he isn't here yet? I made it my business to ride to town ahead of him. Good. I'll make sure he doesn't have the other witness, too. I'll take care of him myself. Like you took care of Rance Carlo and Red Lawson, huh? Yes. I'll kill Hopkins before they get here. Hey... How did you know I killed Rance Carlo and Red Lawson? I didn't. No more than I knew that the guard Hopkins was your partner. You told me. Why? You Give me, me that way. gun. Oh, my arm. You dirty, crossing coyote. What are you trying to do? To make you a prisoner after I take your gun, I'll break your arm no. if you don't... Oh! My leg. I'm shot in the leg. You oh. did it to yourself, Phil. Oh. I'll pick up your gun and help you to a chair. Oh, my leg. All right.
0: uh, what happened? Mister,
2: are you all right? Yes,
3: but Muncie hasn't a leg to stand on. My leg... Is Never dead. mind your leg. Your neck will
2: hurt more when they hang you for the murder of Ranch Carlo and Red Lawson. What? Joe and Osco told you about those? No. Legs? We were standing outside that side window of yours
3: when you told the mass man. Oh. Then, Sheriff, you heard that the other man you want is the guard, Hopkins. Oh, yes.
2: Take me to the doctor. Sure, Phil. And when we do, we'll arrest your lion pal, Hopkins. Something oh. tells me he'll talk, too. Uh, When Joe, Osco, and Hopkins
0: testify. Joe and Osco? man, you said they were dead.
3: Oh, I didn't. You supplied those words, Muncie. I said they'd been shot, and that I was with them at the end. I meant the end of their criminal career. Oh, You'd better look behind the wall panel, Sheriff, and see if the loot's in the safe where Joe and Osco said it would be. It's there, all
0: right. You'll find it anyway. Get me to the doctor, huh?
3: You'll be taken there now, Muncie. Sheriff, uh, you and your men have the situation under control. I'll join Talon now and we'll leave. Adios.
2: Goodbye. Adios. Adios. Boys, handcuff and We'll take him to the doctor now. No, wait, Sheriff.
0: Before you take me there, tell me something. You let that masked man trap me into talking and everything else. Then you let him walk out of here like he was a king or something. As
2: far as I'm concerned, he's better than a king. Why do you let him do things like that? Capture crooks like you, you mean? The answer's simple, Muncie. That's something he always does. He's the Lone Ranger. Well... you. <laughs>